if you know they are going to fight you tooth and nail, it may be, okay, so I will reach out and get all of the referrals from the pediatrician. I'll download them from the app so that I can send him all of the referrals and say something in the next email of, so from your last email, I see that you do not agree that our child needs mental health treatment or needs to switch schools. I am again sharing the three referrals I have for our child for the change. Are you disagreeing with the professionals we have in our case or in our child's life? And get them to say yes or no. Get them to put that in writing in a messenger app because then that is just more data and documentation. Welcome to the Rising Beyond podcast, where you can find hope and healing after a toxic or abusive relationship. I'm Sybil Cummin, a licensed professional counselor specializing in working with victims and survivors of domestic violence and narcissistic abuse, including the youngest witnesses. Over the past decade, I have been honored to witness victims move to survivors and then to thriving in their lives. If you feel alone in your healing process, are dealing with the onslaught of post-separation abuse, or just needing some validation that you are not crazy, you are in the right place. Wouldn't it be nice if parenting plans just worked, right? Everyone followed them and there were never any changes needed And wouldn't it be nice if your ex-partner was not abusive or narcissistic and you could just reach out to them via email or even over the phone when there's been a change? Okay, you and I know that that is just not super realistic and we have to do more planning if there is a real change in circumstance in your case. So today we are going to touch on what needs to happen and how you can prepare if you see that there needs to be a change in the parenting plan based on a change of circumstance and you need to delicately bring this up to your co-parent, hopefully in a way that makes it so you don't need to escalate it and go back to court and that you might need to escalate it and go back to court. So. If you are new to us today, welcome. This is the Rising Beyond Podcast. I'm Sybil Cummin, and I'm hoping that when you listen to these episodes, you gain some hope that healing is possible and validation and really the understanding that you're not alone, that others are going through this as well, and that you are not crazy. And so I also wanted to put out there that this is an episode that was based on feedback from my audience. So yes, I actually read those emails that you all send me. And if you have something you'd like me to touch on, shoot me an email, info at risingbeyondpc.com. I will either do a podcast episode on it. Um, The ones that I get that are more consistent in themes, I do podcast episodes on I will put stuff out on social media or you can join my email list and I send information to you that way and hopefully helpful strategies that way as well. So back to today. So what does it actually mean when there is 
a change in circumstance. So how can you actually get a parenting plan changed? So it really means that the current orders that you have no longer reflect the actual arrangements for the child. So maybe that means there is a change in address and relocation, a loss of a job. There has been a change in the child's needs. So maybe they've developed a medical need that you now know about and need to, you know, have appointments for and do different things in the home for. Maybe it's mental health related. Maybe there has been abuse or neglect within the situation. And maybe your co-parent is not following the orders and there is no ability to co-parent based on the orders you have now or things like the child needs to change schools or something like that. So what I'm going to share with you is this is all in theory because yes, those are all reasons why a parenting plan can be changed. And so often my clients, community members go to their attorney and say, hey, we really need to look at changing the parenting plan. You know, my co-parent is not following these orders or I'm asking for mental health treatment for my child and they are just ghosting me or they're saying no. And half the time or even more than that, attorneys are saying, oh, you know what? Sorry, there's not enough. There's not enough for us to change the parenting plan. There's not enough for us to ask for decision making. And so all of this is in theory. So yeah, let's look at some of those reasons why you would need to change the parenting plan. So maybe your ex-partner or you, someone got a new job that is in a different city and Maybe your ex-partner is going to move out of your school district or away from the school. And maybe in your orders right now, it is this is the parenting plan when and if the parents live within a certain distance from each other and from the child's school. And yet your ex-partner is going to move well outside of that and expects to keep the same, you know, 3443 or 4334 or 5225, whatever your visitation schedule is. And now your child is going to be having to drive over an hour to get to school in the morning. And maybe they're in elementary school. I actually don't think that's appropriate for any child to drive an hour to and from school. And that's just me. But that is not appropriate and it is against the current parenting plan and it in the parenting plan, it suggests that you would go back and figure out what the new parenting schedule should be if they did in fact move outside of that area. So that's a more cut and dry reason or change of circumstance. And are they going to fight you on it? Of course, they're going to fight you on it. Yes, they will. Why do they want to fight you on it? Because they don't want to pay you more. They do not want to change the child support. And so even though it is not in the child's best interest, they don't want to make the change. But in that case, you do have a pretty good chance of making changes. So in that case, reach out to your attorney. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you're going to 
reach out to your ex-partner and kind of plan all this if you see a change in circumstance or you would like to make changes in the parenting plan based on whatever information. So if there is a change in the child's needs, so maybe they have appointments, a lot of appointments after school, and your ex-partner is just not going to bring them to whatever those appointments are. Or maybe your child needs an assessment or needs something and your partner is just not going to do it. Or maybe the school that your child is going to is just not a good fit. It's just not a good fit for your child. Maybe they're getting extremely bullied. Maybe they are gifted. Maybe they are just struggling with something there and there is a better fit for them. And you see it. And you see it every day. You're attuned to your kiddos. You are connected to the school. And if it was just up to you, you would make the change tomorrow. And instead, you're sitting there scared out of your mind, right? Your stomach drops. You can't breathe because you know that if you bring this up, this is just going to be one of the biggest fights that doesn't actually need to be there, but you know your partner is going to fight it. And so if you haven't made changes because you are petrified of that, you are not alone. This is something I hear all the time. And I also hear all the time people that are right at that, right, the straw that broke the camel's back, and you need to make this change for your child. So how can you do it? So if you're seeing something and you're like, nope, we really need to make this change, or we really need this to happen, how do you get started? right? You know you're petrified to send that message in your co-parenting messenger app. And guess what? You have to start sending those messages. So your first step is really to decide when and how you're going to broach the topic with your co-parent. So this is just the initial, hey, I wanted to put this on your radar kind of email or message. So you're just dipping your toe in the water And you're needing to do this. You're needing to do the, you know, is putting this on your radar email or message. Because if you all of a sudden are like, wow, they're getting bullied at school and the school's not meeting their needs and X, Y, and Z, we need to switch schools. Here are the schools. That's just not going to go well. And from a co-parenting perspective, so the judge thinks y'all should co-parent even though it's parallel parenting, but right, that's a whole nother episode. But they need to see that you are being a good co-parent. And I'm saying that really, you know, sarcastically, but you do need to show that. So you're just going to send that initial, hey, I just wanted to put this on your radar. I'm not sure if you've received these emails from the school. Guess what? They need to be put on the email list or whatever. That's It's not your job to do that for them, but you're going to note. Hey, I'm wondering if you received these emails. I have some concerns. I'm going to look into it. Or do you have any thoughts on this? Now, you might get back. Nothing. They may ghost you. You might get back. Nope. Everything's great at our house. It must be something with you. Right? Something like that. And that's fine. Just be ready. Right? That's probably, I don't know, number two or something just to always have in the back of your mind is kind of expecting them to be an a-hole. You know your ex-partner better, so just expect them to be an a-hole. And if they're not an a-hole, great. That's a win. But expect the a-hole. 
And then after you broach the topic in that message, you are going to, if you haven't already, you're going to start accruing and organizing the data. So maybe there has been a referral from the pediatrician. Maybe there's been these emails from the school. Maybe your child's grades have significantly dropped. Whatever the data is that kind of shows why you think the change needs to happen. You're going to get all of that together. If it's something like changing schools or changing a therapist or something like that, you are also going to start researching the other schools, what might be better for them, researching other therapists, so you can have them in your back pocket already. So you are doing all of this because you're going to reach out again. And you're going to reach out to your co-parent and share, hey, you know what, this still isn't getting better, or I'm still seeing problems, or the problem's getting more intense, or their grades are dropping more, whatever the situation is. And then I need you to have a clear ask. So the ask is, we have this problem. The ask is, this is what I see the solution to be. So, you know, based on this information that I'm sharing with you, I believe that it's in our child's best interest to change schools, change therapists, get therapy, get a second opinion on whatever the ask is. And if you feel like you know the exact next step, you can put that in there. Or you can say, you know, something like, what do you suggest? Or do you have any thoughts? Again, be ready for them to say the horrible things of like, you have Munchausen by proxy, our child is fine. It's only happening at your house. It's because of your new boyfriend or who knows, whatever it is, they're going to fling their poo probably, or they might ghost you. And so you're going to send that other email with your ask of what you think needs to happen. And then you already need to start thinking of what are my next steps for the worst case scenario? So if you know they're going to fight you tooth and nail, it may be, okay, so If I hear X, Y, and Z back from my ex-partner, then I will reach out to my attorney or I will reach out and get all of the referrals from the pediatrician. I'll download them from the app so that I can send him all of the referrals and say something in the next email of, so from your last email, I see that you do not agree that our child needs mental health treatment or needs to switch schools. I am again sharing the three referrals I have for our child for the change, are you disagreeing with the professionals we have in our case or in our child's life? And get them to say yes or no, right? Get them to put that in writing in a messenger app because then that is just more data and documentation. Is that poking the bear? A little bit. And if this change is really important for your ex-partner, or not for your ex-partner, if this change is really important for your child, it's okay to poke the bear a little bit. And then, yeah, know what is the next course of action. If there is something you all can agree upon and agree to, great. Figure out what you can agree on and 
Then what you can't agree on, that's when you might need your attorney. That's when you might, if your order says you'll go to mediation first, then you'll go to mediation, whatever that next step is. But hopefully these steps will get you started. So what if it is not something like you would like them to change schools or you got a new job and are going to be moving and it is something more serious where your child is experiencing abuse and neglect at the other house or that's what you're, you believe is happening, that's what they've disclosed is happening or your co-parent is literally not following any orders. This is a little bit more nuanced and in the documentation, so if it's abuse or neglect, it is your best bet to get other professionals involved in the case because it looks really different if I, as the play therapist, am calling child protection rather than you calling child protection. And so in those cases, you are going to get as many safe people in your child's life as you possibly can so that we can keep our eyeballs on your kids. We can report if necessary. If you're co-parent is just not following orders. Imagine that, right? Why do we even have some of these orders? It seems like. Um, Why do we spend all this money on these parenting plans that they're not going to follow? Then it will be accruing documentation that they are knowingly violating the parenting order because they will use, and this is language from a member of our community, weaponized incompetence. And guess what? It freaking works. So weaponized incompetence is when they've broken orders left and right, and then you go before the judge and you're like, oh my gosh, judge, I didn't know that was against the order or something ridiculous. So that's when the documentation and the way you communicate in your co-parenting app is really important. So something along the lines of, in our parenting plan It was ordered by such and such judge on such and such date that X, Y, and Z. By doing this, you are knowingly breaking the parenting plan. Is that correct? Question mark? Send. Yeah, poking the bear. And in order to have enough, you have to show that they know it. They're not idiots. They are idiots, but in a totally different way. And that it's harming your child. So those are the two things if it is something you would like to go back to court because they are not following the parenting plan and attorneys will be like, sorry, you don't have enough. Sorry, you don't have enough. Nope, we're not filing contempt. Nope, nope, nope. If you can show those things, it is negatively affecting our child in these ways and they are knowingly doing it, you will have a much greater chance of getting things changed or if you want to file contempt. So I hope that was helpful I wish, again, all of this is in theory because sometimes you'll go before a judge and it's a huge deal. And sometimes you'll go before a judge and they don't care. Sometimes attorneys will jump on that bandwagon because they want to make a lot of money or because they think that you have a really good chance of getting a change. And sometimes they say you don't have enough. It feels like a crapshoot. So I just wanted to set you up so that you could get the process started as best as possible. So again, if you have something that you'd like me to share information about, you can join us in the Rise Me Young community. I do live Q&As. I'm always in the forum. We're always asking questions. We're always chatting. Or just shoot me an email with a topic. I am sure you are not the only person experiencing it. 
So if you're like, no, that is weird. I don't want to share that. Shoot me an email. I will put it somewhere if I feel like it can help other survivors and help you. So thank you all for listening to this episode of the Rising Beyond podcast. If you think this could be helpful for someone else, if you'd share it with them, and if you'd write a review, I would greatly appreciate it. The reviews help other people find this podcast so that they can get help too. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode of the Rising Beyond podcast. If you found hope and support through this podcast, there are a few things you can do to help us continue to provide meaningful and value-packed episodes. First, you can follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're willing, while you're there, you can give us a rating and review, which will help other survivors find us so we can offer them this help as well. And if you have the means and desire to do so, you can click on the Buy Me a Coffee link and help provide a small financial contribution to the show. This allows us to spend more time and energy finding the best guests and providing the most value to you. And if you want to work with me and the Rising Beyond community, go to www.risingbeyondpc.com for details.